If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, let Israel now say, If it had not been the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us, then they would have swallowed us alive, and when their wrath was kindled against us, then the waters would have overwhelmed us, the stream would have gone over our soul, and then the soul, the swollen waters would have gone over our soul. Blessed be the Lord, who has not given us as prey, and that means a, a victim, to their teeth. Our soul has escaped as a bird from the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken and we have escaped. Here's the one I want you to know. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made the heaven and the earth. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Amen. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, let Israel say. That's the first verse that we read and then also again in verse 2. The Bible is filled with people who God turned over to themselves, to their own lusts, their own fleshly desires. It's filled with those kinds of people. And if it hadn't been for the Lord on our side, those kinds of people will overtake. And so we have to hang on to him. And we know that there are people. We were talked about one this morning, Judas. Walked with Jesus. But yet he had his own agenda. He didn't have God's agenda at hand, and therefore he was turned over to his lust. There comes a time when God says, okay, have it your way. Now God came up with that before Burger King ever did. He says, you can have it your way. But God, who was on our side, he will do more than to help us. He'll wrestle with us. Tonight, we're going into battle. That's, that's what we're doing here. That's what we're trying to do as a church is to build an army, an army that's going to go against the devil, an army that's going to go up and fight for our brethren. You know, it's easy for us to run away and to be called from the herd, but he wants us to stay together. He wants us to help one another, to lift one another up, and he works through us, and he is the one. He will get down, and he will wrestle with us. He will mold and whip us into the shape that we need to be. An army gets in shape, right? Brother Eddie, you were a military man that was up here this morning. You went to boot camp. Boot camp was to do what? Get you ready to fight. They had to get you in shape. They had to get your mind working right. And that's exactly what God does with us. And you know what? If we led him, he will build character in us. And he'll forge us in trials. Kind of what we talked about this morning. I'm not going to spend a lot of time there, but our help is in the Lord. The scripture says that when, when men rose up against men. See, God will show us exactly who the enemy is and who our enemy is. If we'll just wait on him. If we'll have a clear conscience a clear mind he'll show us who the enemies are he'll, he'll lay that out for us and folks everybody who who how's the best way to say this everybody who dumps on you so to speak is not your enemy and everybody who helps dig you out of the dumps 
is not necessarily your ally or your friend. But it's good for us to know that we have a helper in the Lord. Have you ever had a situation where somebody has helped you and they really didn't even know what they were doing? And you probably didn't have the best friendship or the best relationship, I guess. You know, some people are closer than others just by nature of who they are and what they do. But sometimes somebody will come along, they'll do or say something that that revealed word just strikes inside your heart and it actually helps you to get out of the place of being in the dumps. They'll give you that word. And so I guess what I'm trying to look at is, is, and say is not everybody is our enemy and not everybody is going to be our friend, but we have to hold on to the Lord. That is the one constant we can hold on to, and that's Jesus Christ. Amen. Who changes not? People will. People will let you down. I will let you down. You will let me down. But if we hang on to the Lord, he never lets us down. He'll always hold on to us. He, he is our helper. There are those that might come against us. There are those that might actually be an enemy. Uh, it could be an employer. Pray for Sister D. She's been having some work issues. She's been asking for prayer nearly every Sunday night. Now she's got to ask off for tomorrow to take, help take care of her mama. And sometimes... That can be fearsome, can it? I mean, you're, you're trying to earn a living. You're trying to pay the bills. You're trying to pay every, your taxes. You're trying to do it all. But sometimes whenever you come in and you have somebody like an employer that comes into an enemy, somebody that should be neutral, you know, as long as you perform, then we pay. Right? That's what we do. We exchange hours for dollars on a job. Nobody owes anybody at the end of the day. But sometimes people get a little bitterness going on inside of them. Sometimes people don't like Christians. And brothers and sisters, we're seeing that more and more today in our nation. You're despised if you're a believer in Jesus Christ. You're despised if you stand up for what's right. And so those enemies, the Lord will show us who they are. And the Lord, by the way, will get us through everything that we face. Many times they might come against us. They may have plans to come against us. But understand this and know what I told you this morning. If the trial comes, God allowed it. But many times he foils the plans of the enemy. Sometimes he does that and we don't even know what was laying around the corner to get us. We never have a clue. I'm, we would be surprised when we get to heaven the things that I think might be revealed to us of the dangers that lay in wait of us, the enemies that had laid snares and traps all for us. And the Lord said, I protected you. You didn't even know that one was coming. And as I think about Washington, D.C. and all the backroom deals that people do. People always doing that kind of junk. Been reading a book about, about Jezebel and, and Ahab. And all these, they always got some, something going on but you know what? Whenever your help comes from the Lord, he foils the plans of the enemy. We don't have to know about it. We just give him glory. Amen? Each and every day we give him glory.
He talked about as the waters would overwhelm us and, str- and the stream would have gone over our soul. This is talking about a situation that will intensify, like, like rains come. You've got a small creek here. And that creek's not usually a worrisome thing. But then rains come. When the storms come and the waters fall, the creek rises. Everything's funneled down into that creek. And then before you know it, that creek can actually be the thing that will cause your death. It can destroy your property. But what really hits us in that, we we know that stuff can be replaced, but what happens is whenever stuff gets inside of our, our, our soul, not our spirit, the spirit worships God. The spirit knows that he's in control. The spirit helps us to be comforted, but sometimes inside of our mind, in our soul, where our thinking goes on, sometimes it's hard to see the light, isn't it? Sometimes circumstances get in the way. Sometimes circumstances take us to the place that we have a hard time worshiping God. Sickness in a family, something that's going on, whatever it may be, those storms can come and we can get weak in our spirits. But our help comes from the Lord. Prayer requests tonight are coming about because somebody is looking for help from the Lord. They may be weak in their spirit tonight. And your prayer, it might be the one that's going to make the difference that they go to bed tonight with a little peace in their heart. Amen? We don't have to know that, but God knows what he's doing. And then we might hear the testimony maybe next week. You know, I was feeling really rotten last Sunday night. I wanted to come to church and I didn't. And here's why. And Well, hey, I had your prayer request. You know, I was feeling better that night. I don't know what came over me. Well, I'll tell you what happened is the Lord showed up to be our peace giver. Don't he give us peace? And we got to hold on to that. We got to hold on to him. And of course, if we're not careful, little things can come about that will destroy our souls and put us in a bad place. Bitterness can come in. Unforgiveness can come in and take us to a place that we really don't need to be. Because we need to hang on to the Lord is our helper. I'll ask you a question. And it's okay to say, I ain't been there. I can't get there. Whenever you're being pursued by the enemy, can you still praise God? Well, you should be able to, but I'm, I'm, I'm talking real right now. I mean, I've been in some places I've had a hard time praising God. I mean, I, I'm the preacher man. Oh, well, that's not supposed to happen. Hey, man, I'm a guy just like everybody else. I put my pants on one leg at a time, and sometimes you can get overwhelmed with stuff. But whenever you get to that place, that's the sign saying, okay, I've got to get away. I've got to get alone with the Lord. I've got to let the Lord come in and minister to me. And I might have to call on somebody. I may have to call Brother Willie and say, Brother Willie, would you pray for me? Brother Eddie, would you pray for me? Maybe I can't go into it. Maybe it's dealing with other things that I just, it's not, wouldn't be right to share it, but to just say, hey, I need prayer because right now I'm weak in my spirit and I need somebody to lift me up. I need the Lord to show up and help me. And that's what we do. He talked about our souls escaping from the snare. A snare is nothing but just a trap, a trap that the enemy lays out to ensnare us and to take, and to, tear us down 
That's what a snare is about. The snare won't kill you. The snare just traps you. You ever felt helpless? You need to do something, something needs done, and you don't know what to do. You know, sweetie's mama's in the hospital tonight, had to go in early this morning, and you know, once again, it's not looking good for her. This poor woman has been trying so hard, but you want to know something? It makes you feel helpless because you can't, you can't do nothing for her. You can pray for her, and I'm not trying to take away from prayer, but how do you comfort somebody who is in constant pain? How do you comfort a caregiver who has spent the last five and a half years trying to be that uplifted and upbeat one and you just feel helpless? You give scripture and it seems like it doesn't help. Now, when it comes to that, we have to know that the Lord is the one who we call upon. The name of the Lord is our strong tower. The name of the Lord is what we hang on to because he is the only one that can give that. Sometimes it reaches down not only to this place, but the ones that are trying to call out for help, the ones that are trying to pray and to reach out and to, to get the place that, that, that they will receive everything that they need. And sometimes they're the ones that actually needs the help. Amen? You know what I'm talking about. I mean, we all got, most of us in here, we got youngins and we got grand youngins. And don't you sometimes just feel helpless? What are we going to do? How are we going to help them? And it seems like I'm praying. It seems like I'm trying to give them scripture. And I think the Lord's given me something to give them that's going to lift them up. But it seems like it's not making a difference. You see, that's what the enemy sets out to do. He sets out to put us in these little snares and these snares hold us back. These snares put us in the place Then in our minds and in our souls, we just feel hopeless. We feel helpless. But our help is in the name of the Lord, as the last verse of the scripture says. Let's look at those names real quick. There are over 800 names in the Bible ascribed to the person of Jesus. I'm going to name a few of them. He is called the true vine, the living way, the treasure, the light, the bread of life the son of Mary, the son of David, the son of God, plan of renown, wonderful, counselor, we hear this one at Christmas, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace, king of kings, lord of lords, alpha and omega, first and last, beginning and the end, son of righteousness, rising with healing in his wings, a healer, a high tower, a buckler, a shield, a defense, and the list goes on and on and on. That's who Jesus is. That tells about his character. That's, he's the one that we can go to to be lifted up. There are over 200 names that go or are ascribed to, the, to God the Father. We can start with Elohim. El Elohim with the I am on the end of it, it lets us know that God is three. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. The I am tells us that in the Hebrew but that goes and shows us the creative name of God. We, and you hear him called El, or you've heard songs, and in one of these you may, you may actually recognize, but El means that God is. El Shaddai. Oh, who's that lady that sang that? Uh, Janet, uh, Janet Paschal. That's the one I was singing. Amy Grant sang it too. El Shaddai means God is sufficient. 
Friends, no matter what you're facing tonight, God is sufficient. No matter where you're at in your walk, God is sufficient. No matter what battle you're facing, God is sufficient. El Elyon, God is the sustainer. He sustains life. He sustains us whenever we're in the battle, whenever we're in the, when we're in the, in the boat and the waves are rocking. He sustains us. He keeps us there. He keeps us strengthened. He keeps us to keep praying. He keeps us to keep coming to church. He keeps us to keep seeking in his word. He keeps us to the place that we keep on praying and seeking him. He is the one that stands, sustains us. El Olan, God is everlasting. Do you understand what that means? He always was, he always is, and he always will be, and he changes not. When we're praying tonight, the same God that was around when Adam might have been praying or when he was walking in the, God, in the garden with him, he's going to be there with us tonight. We're going to be going into his throne room to pray by the name of Jesus. That's how we get in, by the name of Jesus. And then he has his personal names of God, his Jehovah names, Jehovah or Yahweh. It just simply means self-sufficient. In other words, God is all by himself. He doesn't need us. He doesn't need the oil fields over in Arabia. He doesn't need our trees. He doesn't need any of the stuff that we have, the stuff that we call stuff. He doesn't need any of that. He's all by himself. He's all sufficient. Jehovah Rapha, God my healer. Tonight, I've got a prayer request here that needs to talk to that part of God, that character of God, Jehovah Rapha, God my healer. Jehovah Shama, God is there. Everywhere you go, God is. You can't get away from him. You can't go to the highest heights or the lowest lows to get away from God. He's always there. No matter what the trouble, whatever the situation is, he's there. Jehovah Sidkenu, God is my righteousness. We don't have any righteousness in and of ourselves. The righteousness comes from him. It's all about him. Jehovah Rohi, God is my shepherd. He's the one that will lead us. He's the one that will lead us up and down the paths of life. He is the one that will lead us through the things that we face. He is the one who will lead us in prayer tonight. Jehovah Nisi, God is my banner. See, when we walk out into the world, when we go on our jobs, when we go to Food Line or Walmart or wherever it is we may go, we carry a certain character. Amen? When people talk about our God and people say, you know what, I don't believe in that or not, we don't have to argue with them, but we can stand up for him. And folks, we need to. This world is trying to overcome and just make God not exist. And by the way, they can't do that because he ain't never going away. But in the minds of the people and in the minds of the people we'll be praying for tonight and in the minds of people who are lost and don't know who he is, that's exactly what the world is trying to do. To say God's not real, there's nothing to him, but he is. And we carry that banner around. I belong to Jesus. You can do what you want to me, but I belong to Jesus, and whatever you're doing to me, you're doing to him. And can I tell you something? He's all sufficient. You can't hurt him. You can't take him down. In essence, you can't take me down. That's how we need to look when it comes down to the people trying to, do, to destroy us in the world. 
We need to know who we are. We carry that banner. He is our banner. And Jehovah Jireh, God my provider. He sees every need that we have. These prayer requests tonight have needs on them. He knows all about them. He knew about them before they got written down. Somebody followed the leading of the Spirit, and they wrote down what they needed to write down. Otherwise, we wouldn't know. And he provides the prayer. He provides for the need. Maybe it's food on your table or food in your belly. Maybe it's a job. Maybe you put to fill in the blank. He is the one that provides. There's another one that goes, and this is a song too, is Adonai. And it just simply means that he's Lord. He's the owner of all things. If our help was in our names alone, or anybody, a good, good example from this past week, politicians, we like naming them. Our help don't come from those politicians. Our help doesn't come from Donald Trump. It didn't come from Barack Obama. It didn't come from George Bush, and it didn't come from Bill Clinton. I can go on back if you want to. I can go back as far as Nick's, and after that, I wasn't around. Those are leaders, but he's the all-sufficient one. We can try to depend on ourselves, and we can try to depend on others, but we have to depend on him and him alone. He is the sufficient one. Seeing everything knowing everything, and all-powerful. Tonight, we're getting ready to pray. If you want to, you can team up with someone. Maybe you're not sure about how to pray. Then team up with someone. That's what we do. We train one another. We help one another. But we're going to pray. Don't forget, somebody is dependent on you joining them in prayer tonight. That's why they wrote it down. It's so easy not to write anything down and just walk out of here and not do anything. But for the ones that wrote something down... We're going to pray. So George is going to put us on some soft music, and we're going to spend the next few minutes and calling on God for these. And remember those names that I told you, who he is, who he is. And we get to be blessed by praying. We get to be blessed by being a part of it. I can't, or nobody can really, they can take no credit for anything, whether it be good or bad, by the way. Think about that one for just a moment. We can't take credit for the things that God's doing or the things that he's done. No, we just got to be a part of it. And by the way, if we know this in our hearts, we can't stop God from working. The world can't and neither can we. So let the Spirit of God lead you in prayer tonight.